Hello, I'm Dwayne Peters, speaking for Lupus Science and Medicine, the open access journal of the Lupus Foundation of America that is published by BMJ. In this episode, we will be discussing the article entitled Evaluation of the LFA Real Clinician Reported Outcome and Patient Reported Outcome Data from the Peruvian Almanera Lupus Cohort. Our guests are lead author Dr. Manuel Francisco Ugarte Gill, research professor at the Universidad Científica del Sur and coordinator of the Functional Lupus Unit at Guillermo Almanera Irigoyen Hospital in Lima, Peru. Dr. Anka Askenazi, founder and director of the Columbia University Lupus Center at the Columbia University Medical Center and associate professor of medicine at Columbia University and Dr. Joan Merrill, Professor of Medicine at the University of Oklahoma Health Sciences Center. Dr. Merrill is also a member of the Oklahoma Medical Research Foundation Arthritis and Clinical Immunology Research Program and is Chief Advisor for Clinical Development for the Lupus Foundation of America. Let's begin with you, Dr. Askenazy. Tell us about the LFA real instrument, the history of its development, and what role it's supposed to play in clinical research and clinical practice. The LFA Rio, that stands for Lupus Foundation of America Rapid Evaluation of Activity in Lupus. We were thinking about an instrument that will allow us to measure disease activity that would be simple, efficient, rapid to score, that doesn't need complex glossaries that we could use as a clinical trial endpoint, but also use in busy clinics. We wanted to address the threshold effect and the sleet A and the bi-leg, and to make this simple enough for people that are not extremely proficient or influent in English to use across the globe. And also the same instrument to be able to be used in both clinical trials and clinical care so that it can allow for better patient care, improve treatment justifications, and also allow clinicians to understand clinical trial outcomes. As this progressed, we thought about having this be a tandem, a complementary instrument that includes both the physician and the patient component so that we can assess the disease activity with, you know, from both perspectives and acknowledging that the patient's voice in clinical trials and in drug development is increasingly and crucially important. So the structure is an instrument that has a clinician component, that is the summation of the clinician judgment. It includes global organ scores with several common subcomponents and a patient assessment that is reflective of the patient's experience. This was all done with patient input and we were able to tease out items that are important to patients and then overlapping between the two are items that are assessed by both the patient and the physician. That includes items that we try to put together in a very similar manner so that we're asking the same questions and we're hoping to get very compatible answers for the items that are very clearly assessed by both the patient and the physician like arthritis and rash. The structure of the instrument was based on the physician's global assessment, which is a visual analog scale, a 10 centimeter, 100 millimeter scale done on paper. At the end of the clinical encounter is a global summation of that encounter. The physician draws a line on this vertical line on this scale to just tell us how sick 
that patient is. And for lupus, this is anchored by zero, no disease activity, and three, the worst possible disease activity. You know, that three is for deadly. The predecessors and the thought process behind this had started with the Selena Slide Physicians Global Assessment that in addition to the anchors at zero and three also had landmarks at one for mild and two for moderate disease activity, but stretched out the area for mild somewhere between zero and 1.5 and the area for moderate between 1.5 and 2.5 leaving a, um, a relatively narrow area for severe. So the LFA reel innovated on that by using the zero to one part of the scale for mild, one to two for moderate, and two to three for severe. We had designed scoring of individual features for organs and some of the more common components for the individual organs. For instance, the mucocutaneous domain is asking physicians to score separately rash, alopecia, and mucosal ulcers so that when we're looking at comparisons with the patients, we can look at these individual items. Same thing for musculoskeletal. We're asking for a global score for the whole musculoskeletal domain, but we're also asking physicians to score arthralgia and myalgia. The instructions are meant to be very simple so that this is very easy and intuitive to score. At the end of completing the instrument, a global score is derived, but also we can score individual domains. The patient component was developed based on patient input and very stringent psychometric evaluation. And then both the clinician and the patient tool at their end have what we think is the gold standard, which is the clinician global impression of change, where we're asking the clinician and the patient in a very parallel manner to tell us whether there's been no change or insignificant change compared to their prior evaluation, partial improvement or complete improvement, moderate worsening or severe worsening. We then proceeded to, to translate the instrument in Spanish, Italian, and Chinese. And we were very fortunate that Manuel became interested in the instrument. And this is how this work came about. Dr. Merrill, can you please address some of the unique features of the LFA Real instrument? There are two innovations that I think set this instrument apart. And the first is the fact that we are able to just guide part of the patient instrument so that patients are not just reflecting on quality of life. They're specifically rating disease activity in a manner very similar to how a clinician would do. In order to accomplish this, it took a lot of psychometric work because patients had to give us feedback about how to phrase things in a language that would be meaningful to them and indeed come up with endpoints that are meaningful to them, but at the same time achieve this goal for the first time that when you get different results from patient-reported outcomes and clinician-reported outcomes, we don't always know if it's because they're focusing on different aspects of the disease or whether they're actually perceiving the same aspect but with very different perspectives in the sense that maybe the patient isn't as better as the clinician thinks they are, or conversely, maybe they're more better than the clinicians they are. And then the other innovation that I think is really important is that although quite simple, every possible symptom of lupus can be filled in on this because we can keep making more of these little analog scales for each symptom that a person has. 
They can also be arrayed into organ systems, and you can also get a global scale. So it's just a linear addition of all these visual analog scales. When you do a physician global assessment and you're just saying, how's the patient doing? If a patient has very severe arthritis and a very mild rash, you can't get at the rash because the score is going to be overwhelmed by the severe arthritis. So by breaking it down, we can get a little bit of an additive score for that mild rash and we can get a, a higher score for the severe arthritis and kind of get a more granular view of what's going on in the patient. I'd like to turn to Dr. Ugarte-Gill. Please give our audience an overview of your study, in particular its aims and what you were attempting to learn about the LFA real instrument. We are working in a cohort, the Almenara Lupus cohort. For this analysis, we are working on the visit between November 18, 2018 and July 2019. And the idea here was to evaluate both index, the, the clinician and the patient reported outcome in our cohort. The idea was to evaluate the Spanish version, obviously, but also to compare the patient reported outcome with the physician the assessment of disease activity. Um, in the first paper published by, by the authors about the patient reported outcome, they explained how they developed the, the index, but they didn't compare with, with the SLEED or the PGA. About the, the patient reported outcome only because the, the clinician was, was analyzed before. So the idea was to, to report that and also to compare about the specific manifestation. As was said before, the idea, for example, is maybe we can not rate the fatigue the same like patient does, but uh, probably, I don't know, the rash, the arthritis could be seen similar between patient and physician, or maybe should be similar because I don't know. If, I think that the patient has a severe arthritis, probably the patient should feel the same. So the idea here was also to compare the domains between both index and also between the clinician reported outcome and the slide I took in our court. Okay. Can you provide some additional details on how your study was conducted and offer some insights into what motivated you to evaluate LFA Real for use with your institution's lupus cohort? Well, our cohort started in 2012, and the idea was to work with the patient what they want to know about the disease also. For example, I don't know, they were worried about, for example, their fatigue, and at the beginning we didn't evaluate the fatigue. So we started working with them, what are the difference between what we want and what they want. For example, they said that, okay, you said I am okay, but I feel terrible. So how do you put in, in my history that I am on remission or on low disease activity? if I don't feel well. So we started to work with them and say, okay, we need to know how do you feel. At the beginning, we use a patient global assessment, but it didn't work as good as we imagined because I don't know, a patient can say, okay, I am in the worst state of my life due to the fatigue or due to their symptoms. So when I find out this index, I like it because we are going to see not, okay, I am terrible, but I am terrible in these topics. I am, I have severe arthritis, I have severe fatigue, I have pain in some part of my work. So they can explain more us about how they feel. And we start to compare these, these items. And we see that, for example, when they say that they have arthritis, we found also arthritis. When they say, that they have fatigue, sometimes they have arthritis, but sometimes they have lung involvement or heart involvement. So they are really having fatigue due to a organ domain measured by us. But obviously sometimes they, they have fatigue because they, they have fatigue and not too much uh, disease activity measured by, by us. But this is a problem for them. So, so we need to, to see that. 
Um, for example, what seems that I did not expect was about the the idea of renal involvement before using the, the index, for example, I think the patient didn't feel anything when they have renal involvement. So so I, I would expect that arthritis or mucocutaneous lupus could be similar between them and between and us. But when we see, for example, swelling in leg, swelling in leg correlates with albumin level. So when they have an appropriate syndrome, they really feel the difference. So we can know how they are using the, the index and not only, we have to trust not only us, but also the patient. Dr. Askenazy, how does LFA Real help to improve patient care? Lupus is really complicated. The whole body can be affected. Parts of the body are affected in different degrees at different times. It's not a simple disease. We all would like to make it more simple, but it probably is not realistic. So what we try to do here is try to make it understandable by breaking it down in manageable pieces. And for us as physicians, it took us a long time to train and be able to do this. And part of what the instrument is trying to do is teach the patients in a similar way that we have been taught how to think about the different pieces of the disease and how to make sense of that so that our measurements are more precise and we're able to measure and think about the same pieces of lupus, i.e. think about the joints hurting as opposed to the total body pain or think about the rash as opposed to all the other pieces of the skin that are they may be upsetting. So just trying to break it down into pieces that are more easy to measure easy to understand, and then can be compared between the doctor and the patient. Dr. Ugarte-Gill, can you address why it is important for an instrument such as LFA Real to be evaluated in different languages and among different cultures around the world? I think it's important to evaluate this instrument outside the U.S., probably more the, the patient-reported outcome, because there are several factors that, that, that impacts on patient perception that are not related to the disease. For example, I don't know, cultural factors, probably, I don't know, a Japanese patient could rate lower the, the disease than, than our patients. Socioeconomic factors impact on the disease perception of the patient. It's not the same to being a physician and have lupus and to work in the forest or to have heavy work and having lupus. So I think this is important to validate because the perspective of the patients are different between a Latin American patients or patients from low and medium income countries than those from developed countries that probably have better access to healthcare, probably have better condition of, of life normally. So I think it should be validated in several years in order to be helpful for our uh, research. Also, I think that it was previously reported that in clinical trials, minorities are not represented as we need. There's more precautions than expected if we see the, the disease around the world. So, so I think if we have a better instrument for patient perspective, it's going to help us in, in clinical trials too. Dr. Askenazy, what was your reaction to Dr. Ugarte-Gill's findings? So the results from Dr. Ugarte's cohort were quite encouraging. The data on the clinician reported outcome is very strong. The correlation between the physician and the patient for the instruments are encouraging and they're statistically significant, even though those levels could be improved upon. We're currently working with colleagues in Mexico City to evaluate the same Spanish translation in a different population of Hispanic patients in Mexico City. And we have also worked with our colleagues in Italy. 
we're quite excited to see that there's a lot of interest and the instrument is being evaluated in multiple cohorts of lupus patients. Clinical trials are global at this point, and people participate in lupus clinical trials and drug development is done all over the world. We hope to have an instrument that can be used all over the world. Dr. Ugarte-Gill, please highlight for our audience the major outcomes from your cohort study. Well, first of all, that, that the correlation between the, the clinician reported outcome and the other uh, physicians-based disease activity measures are, is very good uh, with the SLID or the PGA. Also, that the correlation between patient-reported outcome and physician-based disease activity measure is also even it's, it's also present, even weaker, but, but it's present. But I like the correlation between domains. For example, if, if we see the correlation between um, clinician-reported outcome and SLIDA2K domains, the correlation is, is very good in those domains more affected in our population. Dr. Amiro, I'd like to get your thoughts on how this instrument can help you as a clinician who cares for people with lupus. What do you see as the key benefit? I would like to say that there is no time in medicine. We're trying to take care of too many patients in too short of a time. And the economics of medicine are just making this get worse and worse. With an instrument like this, you can get a lot of information very quickly that can help direct your discussions with the patient towards what's important to them, as well as making sure that you're monitoring them for seeing things that you know might be something the physician needs to look at on a piece of paper. Dr. Akanesi, your final thoughts? Because historically, the two evaluation were not really concordant between the physician and the patient, the patient's voice was somewhat muted in the drug development process. And I think that an instrument that is able to reconcile that divide is going to allow drug developers to bring in the patient's voice in a much more meaningful and, and exciting way. Because yes, the kidneys healing and no longer being inflamed is a really important piece, but it also is important how people feel. And if our drugs are not able to improve how people feel and to improve their quality of life, then we have to come up with drugs that are able to address that piece. I want to thank our guests today for speaking with us about the recently published article, Evaluation of the LFA Real Clinician Reported Outcome and Patient Reported Outcome, data from the Peruvian Almanera Lupus Cohort. It's published in the open access journal, Lupus Science and Medicine, and is available for free online at lupus.bmj.com. Our guests today have been Dr. Manuel Francisco Ugarte-Gill, research professor at the Universidad Científica del Sur and coordinator of the Functional Lupus Unit at Guillermo Almeniera Irigoyen Hospital in Lima, Peru. Dr. Anka Aganese, founder and director of the Columbia University Lupus Center at Columbia University Medical Center and associate professor of medicine at Columbia University and Dr. Joan Merrill, Professor of Medicine at the University of Oklahoma Health Science Center, a member of the Oklahoma Medical Research Foundation Arthritis and Clinical Immunology Research Program, and Chief Advisor for Clinical Development for the Lupus Foundation of America. For Lupus Science and Medicine, I'm Dwayne Peters. Thank you for listening. <music>